Hello and welcome from Mount Pleasant Baptist Church. This podcast you're about to hear was recorded at our Burugun campus. So sit back, relax, and enjoy what God has to say to you. It is Christmas, which is incredible. It's a day of absolute joy for some of you, obviously. For others of you, it's not. You're just here because I don't know why you're here. It's not a day of joy. But it is a day of absolute joy. And it's made all the more special by the fact that we can celebrate it together. Would you thank our band? And would you thank... people put in hours and hours of work to make it a reality and it's amazing it's a blessing to us we get to come and celebrate together we're extremely blessed people you know 2,000 years ago the world was changed forever not by some conquering king or this incredible leap in technology no the world was changed by the birth of a baby boy in the back end of nowhere when you understand Bethlehem was this completely insignificant town. Nobody cared about it at all. It's tiny, the middle of nowhere. And yet all of that changed with the birth of Jesus. The Savior had come, God with us. That's what Emmanuel means, God with us. And that's what I want to focus on this morning. See, I think that tells us something about the heart of God. This is someone who loves us deeply who's for us, so he went to incredible lengths to be with us. I remember when Sebastian was born, the whole thing was a bit of a whirlwind. He was born at 28.5 weeks, 770 grams. He was just so little, so fragile, he literally fit in my hand. And I don't have particularly big hands, so it's not a great thought, right? He's a tiny, tiny little kid. As soon as he was born, uh, they took him off to the neonatal unit. Anna didn't even get to see him, right? They just took him off straight away, took him downstairs, started working on him, and eventually they set him up in this incubator, exactly like that. It's kind of like a little oven, all right? It's not quite had enough time, so they just cook him for a little bit longer. So they put him in that incubator, and there he stayed for the next 10 weeks, something like that. I was still working uh, when all this was going on, so I come in after work, and every time I come in, the same people were there. We actually got to know some of the people and became friends with some of the people because you're saying the same people day in and day out. And most of those people, most of those mums, had been there all day. You got mums coming in early morning, leaving late at night, basically when they get kicked out. I got to be real with you, you, you there's nothing that you can do. This baby's hooked up to about 15 different machines. It doesn't matter. These mums are coming in, and they're going to sit next to that baby, and they're going to hold this little hand because they just want to be there. It's an image that stood out to me. The incredible love that a mother will have for a child. So they'll just sit. Even though they can't do anything, they'll just sit. Day in, day out, hour after hour. Just be there to hold this little hand. And people do extraordinary things. They go to extraordinary lengths for the ones they love. I think about someone like Dick Hoyt. You might know who he is, but for those of you who don't, he's an American guy, uh, lives in Boston. Uh, He's just an inspiration to many, many people because of the incredible bond that he has with his son, Rick. 
As you can see up there on the screen, uh, they run marathons together. They've even done triathlons and Ironman triathlons, which, let's be honest, is crazy. It's crazy. A couple of weeks ago, I grabbed Seb and I jumped off the Coogee Pier. I thought I could just put him on my back and then swim into shore, but I'll be honest with you, I nearly didn't make it. I'm not kidding. It was so much harder than I thought it was going to be. And that's like 50 meters. I got to the end. I said to like get on my knees and just rest. Had a little bit of moment of panic in there, right? 50 meters. This guy is doing triathlons with his son. It's crazy. But that's the power of love. See, all this started with a little 5K fun run. They were raising money for charity. It was a great cause, but that's all it was supposed to be. There weren't any grand plans coming out of that, right? But then Rick, which is the son, said something to his father that kind of changed both of their lives forever. He said, Dad, when I'm running, it feels like I'm not handicapped. Now, you can imagine how powerful that would have been for this father who just loves his son to hear those words. Imagine how it would have moved him. So the next day he got up and he started training. Never really been a runner before. And here they are, 40 years later, still doing marathons together. They've raced in and completed over a thousand endurance events. They've run the Boston Marathon 32 times. They even ran and biked their way across the entire length of the United States. It's countless hours, countless miles. It's a father who is willing to go to incredible lengths because of the depth of love that he has for his son. Which brings us to Jesus, Emmanuel. See, the biblical story says that in the beginning, God not only created all things, he walked with his creation. And he was with us, not in some metaphorical sense, that he was with us. In the cool of the evening, he would walk through the garden with Adam and Eve. Because that's what we created for. To be in relationship with our God and King, to walk in step with him. That's what we created for. And yet we rejected all of that. Thinking we knew better, we pushed God to the side and it broke everything. Cost was enormous, it broke everything. Romans says that we exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator. That sin, that act of rebellion, created a chasm between us and the infinite holiness of our God. And there was nothing that we could do to bridge that gap. That's why Paul says we were lost and without hope. And yet, in steps Jesus. Here's the good news. The God of the universe took on flesh. He became one of us. And we couldn't bridge the gap, so he came to us. He waded into the sin and the muck of our world so that he could restore that which was broken. But the cost was immeasurable. I want to read you a passage from Philippians chapter 2. This is the cost. Philippians 2 verse 6 says, Christ Jesus 
being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to cling to. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant. Being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. That's the heart of the gospel. That Jesus lived the life that we should have lived, and he died the death that we should have died. That's such good news for you and me. He took our place. He paid the price for our rebellion and he did it out of love for you and me. And yet we look at that and we know that's someone who's for you. Someone who is willing to do whatever it took to bridge that gap that he might once again be Emmanuel, God with us. I think about those parents sitting by the incubators day after day, hour after hour, just so they can be there with this tiny little baby, just so it's not alone. I think about Dick Hoyt and the countless miles, the countless hours that he put in for his son, and I see the depth of love they had for their children. I can see it. It's tangible. It's right there in the links they were willing to go. And then I look at Jesus. And I see the creator of all things make himself nothing. That's what Philippians says. That the creator of all things, the one who breathes life into our dry bones, that he made himself nothing. I see him live the life of a servant, and then I see him die the death of a criminal, and I know without a shadow of doubt this God is greater than we could possibly even imagine, and He loves us more than we'll ever really know. I know it because I can see it. He is Emmanuel, God with us. This is who He is. They create us to be in relationship with him, to walk with him. And even when we stuff up all of that, he refused to let us go. This is who he is. You know, Nick has a saying, the father wants his family back. Well, today, on Christmas Day, we celebrate the, the incredible lengths that God was willing to go to make that a reality. As you celebrate, and I hope that you do. I hope that you have an amazing day with your family. <coughs> Opening up presents, eating food that, let's be honest, you don't really need. I don't need it. I'm going to eat all of it, but I don't need it. I'll pay for it later. That's fine. As you do all of that, and I pray that you have just an amazing, amazing day, I also pray that you would remember Emmanuel. God with us. And I pray that you would remember the price that you paid to make that a reality. And I pray that you would remember the hope and the life and the joy that it brings us each and every day. This is Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. Let's pray.
Father, we come before you this morning and we are just grateful that our hearts are full of joy, full of thanks. The incredible things that you have done for us. Jesus, we look at the cross and we see the depth of love that you have for us and it is overwhelming to see how far you would go to restore relationship, to bridge that gap. And you would once again be Emmanuel, that you would be with us. We see that, Father, and it is incredible. We worship you this morning for who you are and for what it is that you have done. We celebrate that today. And so I pray, Father, each and every person here as they go and they celebrate with their families, I pray, Father, that you would fill them with joy. You would fill them with peace and hope. I also pray, Father, that you would be at the very center of everything that we do. That as we celebrate, that you would be in the middle of it. Because we know without you, without what it is you have done, none of this would be a reality. We couldn't make our way to you. And if you met us right where you you came to us. And so we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you enjoyed this podcast brought to you from Mount Pleasant Baptist Church. Our prayer is that what was said today inspires you and strengthens you in your faith. If you would like to talk to someone about what you've heard today, you can contact the team during office hours on the number you can find on our website at mounties.org.au. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to having your company again soon. God bless.